0: is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why I Everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviors What up, bitches. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back to Law of Retraction Changed My Life. Do you know what is insane is I literally have been sitting here preparing for this podcast. And because I've been sitting by myself for a couple of hours since the children went to bed, I completely forgot that I've lost my voice. <laughs> um, Bear with, I'm just going to go and make myself a very warm drink and hopefully that will lubricate the old pipes okay, I'm back. Do you know what? There's nothing a hot honey and lemon will not fix. Thank you so much for all of your messages about my episode last week that was all about dealing with anxiety. I think it's probably one of the biggest responses I've ever had. And do you know what? What a fucking lesson to myself, because after I recorded that, I felt super anxious (laughs) the irony I felt super anxious that it was such a Debbie Downer episode and that people would be like Fran this was so fucking depressing but actually so many of you loved it so thank you thank you thank you for all of your lovely messages this week I am feeling back on top form I don't know what the fuck that was about I don't know if it was hormones um circumstances I don't know what but this week I'm feeling so much better so I'm back bitches I am back Oh my God, I'm legit having to sip my drink every couple of sentences. I'm going to be like pissing myself by the end of this. Okay, this week, I wanted to talk about how curating your week will curate your life and how the benefit of having as much routine and schedule as possible in your week is not dull, as it may sound. It is actually the key to living your best goddamn life. So we often think towards the future and what our ideal future selves will be doing, what our ideal future life will be. But the reality is the future is now, bitches. The future is today. It is tomorrow. It is this week. There has never been a better time to start living your best life than now but the problem is we're all so busy right like we're all so busy and so overwhelmed with all of the stuff in our life and we try things to minimize that it might be decluttering like Marie Kondo or editing our lives getting rid of things that no longer serve us but let's be real there's just so much fucking shit we have to do I mean honestly the amount of time I'm spending this month purely on tiktok (laughs) fucking TikTok and reels, like that wasn't even a thing a year ago. And now I'm like, oh shit, I guess this is something I have to prioritise for my business. Shit's getting real over here. But we can often get swept up in the days and the weeks. And that's why we find ourselves saying, I can't believe it's fucking March already. I can't believe it's summer. I can't believe it's nearly Christmas. I can't believe it's 2023. I can't believe I'm 37. I can't believe your baby is now in senior school. And as we get older, time is just going to go faster and faster. You know, when we're older, we'll be like, can't believe Laura's fucking dead. (laughs) I can't believe so-and-so died. Believe it, bitch. Believe it's Christmas. Believe it's New Year. Believe it's August. It's happening. It is happening. Time flies. Ask any mum. There is nothing like a child growing from a baby into a child to make you realise how fast time goes. So it's time to harness time, make it your bitch, be the architect of your goddamn life. Now, through trial and error, I truly believe that the more you curate and automate your week, the better. If you think routine is boring, try waking up and realizing you have no fucking plans and you are just disorganized and nothing's going on. I simply thrive with a routine. The more that you can automate and tweak and make it perfect, the things that happen every single week, the better. So I do the Eisenhower method every Sunday night. And I have been doing this ever since we did the fabulous book, Working Hard, Hardly Working by Grace Beverly in our book club. That book changed my goddamn life. It really changed the way that I look at long-term goals and every single week now, I plan my week out using this Eisenhower method. So if you Google the Eisenhower method, it's super simple. It's basically four columns and it's um, important and urgent, important, not urgent, uh, not urgent, but important. Wait, yeah, you get the gist. It's those four, it's those four things. Okay. And I sit and I plan out my whole week to a T Now, obviously, your big things like school or work is kind of like the basis for your routine. So the first things I put in are the hours of school, work and nursery. Then the next layer I put on top of that are any like after school clubs that Bo goes to every week. So if a group after school is an awkward time, I figure out where is the best place to have dinner? What is the best solution that I can think of to have dinner, get all the children fed? And then I will stick that into that routine. Then there's like baby groups and stuff, that stuff that happens weekly. I fit all of those in. I then schedule seeing friends. So again, making schedules around things that are in there. So a lot of the baby groups that I go to, particularly ones that are in my village, I know a lot of the people there. These are my friends. So we'll say why don't we go for lunch after and the great thing about that is once you do it and you say this is what we're going to do every Tuesday it just becomes a thing and it started off with just two of us going for lunch after like our local baby group and now sometimes there's like six or seven of us and it's just a thing you don't have to say to people oh do you want to meet up for lunch this week it's just a given it's happening how many times do you have friends that you're like, "Oh, we really should meet up soon." Like, I, we, I keep meaning to see. We haven't seen you in forever. And then it's like a real effort to schedule something in. If you have friends that are in the same life stage as you, it could be that you are both working in the city and you might be like, right, every Wednesday after work, let's go for drinks. Like, Let's have dinner, go for drinks and we'll get a later train home. If you have got a baby the same kind of age as your friends, if you if you've met people in a baby group, try saying to them hey, do you want to just meet up and go for lunch after our baby group every Tuesday? Like, we'll all go there. It's child-friendly. People will fucking love that. Likewise, if you have a child in school and they have lots of friends in their class and you're friends with the mums, you can say, after school on a Friday, why don't we all go to the park and we'll get like a, I don't know, chip shop takeaway or something, going to eat it in the park. I don't know, that's more of a summer vibe. But make these things that you organise once and you put in the effort once, but you actually reap the rewards every single week. You can even go so far as to scheduling your work time. So if you work for yourself, if you have a couple of sessions during the week where you're like, this is when I'm going to work, because do you know what? Otherwise, procrastination will 100% get the better of you. Being your own boss is great, but it's also shit because my boss just fucking lets me do what the fuck I like most of the time. So I have to schedule in strict work times, and for me, this is easy to do because I can only work when my children are being looked after or they're asleep. So that really reinforces a schedule for me. But reinforce a work schedule for yourself. You might even want to break that down further and be like, right, on a Monday, I'm going to batch shoot my um, my social media on Tuesdays. I'm going to work on my admin. On Wednesdays, I'm going to record my podcast. Whatever it might be, you can schedule out your work so that things that you often put off don't get put off anymore because you are actually scheduling in a time to do them. And then it comes down to services and stuff. So I have even scheduled into my week things like my cleaner, my HelloFresh, my Tesco delivery, all these kind of service-based um, things, I've scheduled these in so that I don't have to think. Oh shit my house is messy, or what are we going to eat? Or I should go and buy some more fresh fruit. There's nothing in the house. It's all scheduled. And the thing is, I've sat with that Eisenhower method and really thought about the optimum days to have things delivered. I've really thought about the optimum days to have optimum or optimal. I feel like it's optimal. (laughs) The optimal days to have my house cleaned so that I think about it once and then it just fucking flows. So how does this help you set goals, achieve them, work the law of attraction into your life? Well, the thing I find this podcast is mostly aimed at women. I think like 98% of my listeners are women. I think like 1% are gay men. (laughs) And then there's like the odd straight man, but it's mostly women. And as women, happy International Women's Day this week, by the way, We have never been busier. We have never been demanded so much by so many people. And we still have the same fucking 24 hours. So for me, I feel like when people say they don't have time to work on their goals, they don't have time to achieve their dreams. I feel like anything that you can do to automate your life and delegate your life and to make things simpler and easier, the fucking better because that gives you the bandwidth, the time, the energy, the space to really work on being the architect of your life. So like I say, doing this Eisenhower method on a Sunday night, it means that my food for my home, my house being clean, my childcare, activities for Bo, baby groups, seeing my friends' work time, building my business all of these things are already scheduled in. They're not even things I have to think about because they're already scheduled in. Of course, it's also important to leave time for one-off appointments, one-off things. And these are also things I schedule in on a Sunday. I try to think about all the things in the week ahead that I want to get done, things I want to tick off my to-do list. Um, If I'm doing a longer-term goal, if I'm working on a longer-term goal, which I almost always am, then I look at what are the next three things that I can do to move me closer to that goal and then make sure that I schedule in time to do at least one of those things that week. Otherwise, guess what? It never fucking happens. Of course, it's important to live t- leave time and space for spontaneous things. You never know when crazy shit is going to happen and it's good to leave time and space for that. So weekends, I don't massively schedule. Um, holidays, like school holidays, I don't. But I have to be honest, I fucking thrive on the routine. Sometimes when it's a weekend or a holiday, like I feel a little bit out of sorts because I really honestly do love my routine so much. And you know what? If you're sitting here being like, but Fran, I just want to be spontaneous. I just want to see what fucking happens. Bully for you, like do that if that's your vibe. But there's nothing to stop you changing this schedule. So there's nothing to stop you having a week scheduled out so that you get your work done, your life admin done, your children are happy, your children have their activities. And then, do you know what? If some man fucking pulls up outside your house and says, Do you want to come with me to Dubai for three weeks and be my wife? I'm like the shake, whatever. You can be like, Do you know what? Fuck the schedule. Yes, please. I'm coming on that fucking plane. Just because you make a schedule does not mean you have to stick to it forever. In fact, I tweak my schedule constantly. And I usually have a complete change up every term or two. So I'll change a couple of the baby groups I do. I'll change a couple of the activities and I will switch it around. So do not feel like you can't ever do anything spontaneous. It just means that when you are feeling overwhelmed or tired or stressed out and you don't have the time to be spontaneous, you have a backup plan there and it's a fucking lovely plan because you've worked on it and it's what you want to do. Now, there is a lot of evidence that shows The benefits of having a routine and a schedule. Researchers have found that routine can have far reaching psychological benefits, including alleviating bipolar disorder, ADHD and even insomnia. Routine can alleviate anxiety and stress. There's also a lot of evidence about routine for creativity and productivity. As they look at the lives of famously gifted and creative people such as Freud, Beethoven, and Georgia O'Keefe. Who the fuck's Georgia O'Keefe? Have I missed something there? And you'll see that many of them optimized their daily lives to get on top of their games. Routines was their secret weapon. And I guess you could exchange the word routine for habits. There's a lot of stuff I've been reading about the power of habits. In fact, the book that we're doing in the book club right now is called The One Thing. And there was this incredible part in a chapter about how so many people rely on motivation and willpower to get them through life, basically. But actually, the secret of success is to use short bursts of motivation and discipline to then instill a powerful habit. So take, for example, this podcast, how many people have started podcasts, and then been like, Oh, I tried so hard to keep it up. but I just like couldn't, but I know I should, but I can't. I have basically done this for a year and a half. And I think I maybe missed one week, maybe two when I bloody gave birth a month early, like, come on, cut me some slack. But you know what? Those babies were two weeks old and I was back on the mic, back on the mic, like DJ Khaled, but also not. Um, And the thing is, that's not willpower. This podcast does not take any willpower, discipline or motivation at all, because it's now just a powerful habit that I've built into my life. It's just something that I do. I do it almost without thinking. Anyway, the key benefit of routine for creative people is its regularity. If you find what works for you and then turn it into a process that requires zero thought, you free your mind for more important things. And then, sorry, this is also, I'm taking this from Headspace. It's really interesting They say making time for what matters to you. Here's another crucial bonus. Routines allow you to carve out time to pursue your passion every single day. Once it's a routine, there's no more wriggling out of painting or writing or working on your business plan because you're too tired or the muse eludes you. Daily practice is a game changer for creativity. Among other things, it keeps projects constantly percolating in the unconscious mind. And research shows just how powerful the unconscious mind is, helping us to reach better better decisions than active thought. If you remember Simon Cowell, Steve Jobs, they all wore the same thing every fucking day. Why did they do that? Because they had so much on their plates. They had so many things that they were achieving. They didn't have time to think about what the fuck am I going to wear today? Simon Cowell was like a low V-neck t-shirt, these jeans from the 90s and ultra bruised heels for me every goddamn day. And that was his vibe. We'll allow him it. It's fine. So the more that you can become like Simon Cowell or Steve Jobs, and I'm not suggesting you wear a black roll neck every day. I mean, unless you want to, the more you can free yourself up to truly achieve your fucking dreams. I don't say this to braggy brag brag, but so many people do say to me like, Fran, how do you seem to achieve so much? Like, how do you fucking do it? And sometimes I surprise myself because to be honest, when I first quit my job and I was working for myself, I had no children. I lived in a small apartment in London, so there wasn't really like much cleaning or anything to do. And I used to literally lay in bed till midday watching YouTube and like, I felt busy. I felt busy and I felt stressed. And I honestly, looking back, was doing fucking fuck all. Like it's so frustrating. I was doing fuck all. And now I have never had so much on my plate. And yet I seem to just achieve more and more and more. And it truly is down to a lot of the self-development stuff that I've been doing in the book club. Honestly, like shout out to all of those authors because the stuff that I've learned has been game changing. And I think One of them, like I say, from Working Hard, Hardly Working was just planning out your week, scheduling your week, but also the power of routine. So much that I do in my week, I literally don't even think about because it is part of what I'm doing, it's part of my routine and I'm fucking here for it and I want you to be living that life too. So to recap, number one, take a one-time action that you can repeat weekly that will Continue to have a benefit for you without you putting any thought into it. So that could be ordering a HelloFresh to arrive at your house on a certain day. It could be having your Tesco delivery come on a certain day. Your cleaner come on a certain day. Nursery days set up so that you know you have sessions of childcare where you're able to work on your business. Whatever it might be, set it up now. And your future self will thank you. Number two is set up as many things as you can to repeat as possible. So I challenge you today to ask a friend that you enjoy spending time with, say to them, how would you feel like I feel like we don't see each other enough? Would you like to meet up every Thursday lunchtime if you work near each other or would you like to meet up with the kids? every Tuesday morning or would you like to go out for drinks after work every Friday? Whatever it might be, suggest it and they will probably love you for it. Number three is use the Eisenhower method on a Sunday night to plan out your week and also make time and space for long-term goals and anomalies that don't come up every single week. Number four is to remember that your routine is not set in stone. You can change it. And like I say, if that shake from Dubai turns up, you can always just fucking jump on the plane. You don't have to stick to your fucking schedule. Relax. And Number five, anything that is important to you, schedule time in your week to dedicate to it. It might be learning a language. It could be spending time with someone you love. No matter what it is, schedule time for it and give yourself some time and space for spontaneity because that shit, it does come up and we ain't sticking to the plans when the shake comes a-calling. And anyway, that's about it for this week, guys. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I told you, I probably have because I do like to repeat myself, but March is the month that I am immersing myself in the world of TikTok and my Lord, what a joy it's been. I have committed to doing four TikToks a day, four goddamn TikToks. Do you know how many that is? I mean, it's four, and but that's because Gary Vee, does anyone follow him? I fucking love him. Gary Vee told me, well, not just me, the world, that you need to do four TikToks a day. And so I have committed to doing that for the last eight days. And I thought you might be interested. I started out on 685 followers and I'm now on 1,319. But you know what? There are like 70,000 of you bitches on Instagram that follow me. So come on. I need some more of you over on TikTok. And actually I was thinking about making next week's episode all about TikTok, about how to set a goal that is measurable, achievable, all that jazz. Um, so get ready for that. Get excited for that. But if you want to come and follow me, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm Francesca Amber LOA. I'm pretty sure, but I'm sure if you search Francesca Amber, you'll see me on there. Come and follow me. It's a real vibe. The book that we are doing in the book club this month is the one thing. And I have to say, I do think it's probably my most favourite book that we have done in probably the last six months. I just 100% resonate with it. I've already seen massive changes to the way that I'm working and the way that I'm prioritising things. Um, But it's all about just focusing on the one thing that is going to propel you forward in life in whatever area it is that you're looking at, whatever area you're working on. And it's fucking game changing. So I'll leave the link down below. As always, if you want to come and join us, it's never too late. It's never too late to start your self-development journey. Come and join us and I'd love to see you there. And finally, if you enjoy this podcast, do your girl a solid rate, review, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it on your Instagram, tag me, tag me at Law of Attraction Change My Life or at Francesca Amber. Oh, actually, I have got a question I want to ask you. So I've changed the aesthetic of my Instagram, my law of attraction changed my life one. And I want you to let me know if it's lame as fuck or you like it. So I'm basically changing it from all like disorganized, all different colors, all different styles, any old shit to uniformed like one quote but a quote I've made myself on canvas so it's all uniform and beautiful and then one image and then one quote and then one image somebody commented on it saying Fran please don't change we love the old style like this is so boring but I was like I feel like the old style was so shit so genuinely let me know what you (laughs) what you think about my new Instagram style because I'm starting to doubt myself now Anyway, thank you for being here with me yet again. I truly appreciate you being here and spending this precious half an hour of your time with me. Um, and I guess I'll see you bitches next week. The law of Attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch
1: yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mmm!